Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 48. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you could take time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, any platform that where you listen to us. We appreciate those five-star reviews and customer ratings. And we always like to give shout-outs to listeners on future episodes of the Dislove Podcast. And later on in today's show, we are going to be joined by Brooke from Carousel of Crochet. She makes all kinds of unique, beautiful crocheted items from Mickey blankets to baby outfits and even small dolls. I'm so excited to share some of her work. It's really amazing. So we're excited to have her on the show. And this episode is coming out on July 9th, 2020. And something exciting that is happening in just two days. What's happening, Chris? The park will be reopening. Yes. So the parks are going to be reopening. And I think we've mentioned it before, but we were actually leaving Disney World the day the parks closed. So it's so exciting to be able to uh, finishing up our trip. We flew home that day. And so it's so exciting to see the parks opening back up. So in honor of that, we decided to pick back up on a series that we stopped in March, um, right before everything happened and before we went on our trip and did some reviews. So we're going to pick up where we were looking at quick service restaurants inside the parks. So we've already reviewed Epcot and Magic Kingdom, and I'll put those links in the show notes. And today we're going to talk about Animal Kingdom and the quick service restaurants. I know that the... Dining plan has been suspended, so technically it does, quick service just means kind of like that counter service, but we're still going to use those di- Disney dialing, dining terms of quick service. So today, as I mentioned, we're going to look at Animal Kingdom, and we're going to look at some of the different, what we consider the top options for quick service when you're at the park, and there are a couple of things that we're going to mention that still are not on the opening list for Disney yet, but we'll let you know about that. Now, we're going to start off with one of the newer ones, and this is one that we personally haven't eaten at yet, and that is in the world in Pandora at the Satuli Canteen. And so we haven't had a chance to eat there yet in Pandora, but we've heard some good things. We did. Do you? you It's bad to ask you if you remember. (laughs) Well, we did our tasting for our vow renewal, which was a brunch. Do you remember having something from Animal Kingdom to taste? We didn't end up using it. Oh, my God. I don't even remember us having a a food food tasting. (laughs) Okay. So, anyways, we had – there's breakfast pods that we had for a tasting. We didn't end up using them. But something that – so, Satuli Canteen, for their entrees for lunch and dinner, they have bowls where you kind of pick your base – be rice, tofu, different things like that. And then you select a protein and a sauce. And I've heard really good things about these. People say they're really delicious. I've had family members go there. It just so happens we usually aren't at that park, that side of the park at the time of day when we'd want to eat because usually we're going there whenever our fast pass would be. So we haven't gotten a chance to eat there. I've also heard really amazing things about these cheeseburger pods, which I think we might like those. Some people claim that they taste like Big Macs, like they have kind of like Big Mac sauce in them. I'm not sure. You'd have to let us know. I'm hoping that one day I get to try them as well. But people said that 
They are on the kids' menu, but make sure you can order those as an adult entree as well. So those cheeseburger pods are supposed to be amazing. So Santuli Canteen. Now, one that we have been to quite a few times, um, second on our list, is Flame Tree Barbecue. The one that's by the river, and we get that they have like the ribs and the roasted chicken. Oh, yes, this is delicious. And it's very big portion wise. One of the things that is not, I mean, we usually have been on the dining plan, but now that the dining plan is suspended for a while, this would really be a great place, I think, when you don't have the dining plan where they're not doing it to share. Like if you have a couple of kids, they might be able to share. If you have some adults that are wanting a light lunch, it would be a great place. And they have all kinds of great things from really every kind. They have ribs, pulled pork, mac and cheese, which I had that last time. That was really tasty. Um, They have, of course, all the great side items. Would you recommend eating there? Oh, definitely. I think, you know, I know the chicken is always something good to get. And then the ribs. My dad likes the ribs. Yeah. Yeah, You know, it's. I think it's. Also, the seating's in the shade, if I remember correctly. Yes, yep. That's very important. And then for the most part, you know, there's just a lot of choices. So, um, again, I don't really make a lot of the food decisions on our trips. <laughs> Vanessa's very good at planning. I, I mean, right. I just go to, to walk through the park mostly. But um, for me, I think – what's this place called again? Flame Tree Barbecue. <laughs> it's a great place to go eat. <laughs> well, and it's nice because it's not just like burgers and fries and chicken nuggets. Like you're getting a little bit more of a meal, which is something nice. Another one that we're going to talk about, which is also something different, which this is kind of nice. Just like when we talked about the different options at Epcot, you are going to have a little bit of different options compared to more traditional things that you have at Magic Kingdom. At the Yak and Yeti local food cafe, this is different than your typical quick service. And these are Asian-inspired dishes. Do you remember eating here, where we had the like the Chinese food? Oh, I at sure Yak do. Yak and Yeti. Yes, I do. So this place does not have as much seating. I'm not sure if they've made more seating available now that there are some of those social distancing guidelines in place. But they have some really good Asian-inspired dishes. I think I had last time we were there a teriyaki beef bowl. They have a honey sesame chicken, tikka masala, a vegetarian version of that. They are pretty big portions. And again, we've been there a couple of times. The food's always been good, very consistent. Of course, it's adjacent to the Yak and Yeti, the full restaurant, but this is just a walk-up counter service where you order and then they have a seating area. Hopefully they have expanded that seating area some, but if you're looking for something different and something a little bit more filling, I would put Flame Tree Barbecue and Yak and Yeti in terms of my options. I I think either one you couldn't go wrong with. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah, those are both good options. Now, moving a little bit past there, there's a couple of other ones that we're going to look at. One is pretty run-of-the-mill, and if you have family members that are a little bit not as adventurous with their palates, you might want to go here. Um, Restaurant Saurus, it's just burgers and fries. It used to be McDonald's burgers and fries, and it's not anymore. Now they have just regular burgers and fries, but something that is kind of unique, and I wish I would have known about this when we went in March, and I did check. They are still showing that it's offered right now as the parks are reopening in July. 
So they offer, it's called a burgers and Sunday dining experience. So you have to make a reservation for this. But this, when the dining plan was in place, it was considered a quick service. But even without the dining plan, as of right now, it's only $23 for adults and $15 for kids. And this is kind of neat. They have some gourmet burgers. You get to pick a gourmet burger. You get a side. And then you get a trip to a build-your-own Sunday bar. And they said the Sunday bar is pretty extensive with a lot of different things. The burger options sound really good. They ha- And they are been developed by the Deluxe Burger team at Disney Springs. So the options are a chili cheese corn chip burger, an all-American burger, a mushroom and Swiss burger, a pulled pork burger, and a sunny side up burger. And then of course, it comes with a side, it comes with a non-alcoholic drink as well, plus the trip to the Sunday bar. So I think if you were to pick one of those burgers, which one would you pick, Chris? Oh, definitely the chili cheese corn chips burger. That does sound good with a crunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it sounds something different and unique. And I think, I mean, what's your opinion on this overall price? I think that's kind of a yeah, the twenty two ninety nine is a good price, and I think I would say Disney food for the most part is not very adventurous. No, and I would also say there's very few things where you know outside of the restaurants where you know there's a lot of restaurants that you'll go to that are very casual, fast casual. You go, man, this is really good. I wouldn't myself put a lot of Disney food in that category because again, I understand For the they, fast they, food part. Correct, they yeah. want to get you in, but I think this is an effort to just realize that. People's tastes are changing. They're willing to pay more for a burger. And again, in Disney terms, you're going to pay more regardless. Right, yeah. But I think with that, there's an opportunity for them just to take the quality up a couple of notches. Oh, for sure. And give people who are used to eating this food a mere mile outside the park, give it to them inside the park. Well, and I think it, it definitely, again... I hate to keep stressing, but now that the dining plan is suspended for a while, this is a good option for something that's a little bit heavier of a meal, but it's not super expensive at that price point. So that in Restaurantosaurus, of course, is over as you're kind of going over to Dinosaur. It's right before you get to the Dinosaur Midway area. I'm not sure the exact name of that. But so it's it's conveniently located depending on where you're at in the park. And that's kind of nice with all three of the restaurants that we've talked about so far. They're kind of spread in different parts of the park depending on what you're looking, like what ride you're going to, etc. Now, there are is another one that is considered a fairly good quick service option. As of right now, it's not opened with the phased openings of the restaurants. Hopefully it will be open in the next few months. So I wanted to make sure to mention it. And we've not eaten here, which they have something here that Chris really likes when we might have to check it out one time. The Harambe Market. So back in Africa, it's an open air market and they have the different stalls that you can go up to. I've heard that they're gyros, which Chris usually likes gyros. And they have ribs as well in different bowls with like rices and things that... I've heard they're good. I heard that it's not like way out of this world that you're going to go out of your way to necessarily go there. But they do have some nice options if you're in that part of the park. And again, it's not just standard burgers and fries. It's going to give you a few more options. And But as of right now, this portion is not open. Just the fruit market part is open. So hopefully we'll see this open up in the next couple months. So all of these really give you some great quick service options throughout the park. I will be remiss. I know we did not mention every single quick service, one in particular. If you have allergies, I know I have a friend who always likes to go to Pizza Fari. As of earlier this year, she would be able to get a gluten-free option. I'm assuming they still have that. Um, I'm not even sure if Pizza Fari is 
one of the ones opening just because that didn't make our list in terms of the top options for quick service. But there are other quick service options in Animal Kingdom. It just depends on what you're looking for. Where can I go to get chicken nuggets? Is there that re- that dinosaur restaurant? What's that At called? At the restaurant Saurus, I believe, on the regular menu, like they have for kids, they oh, have chicken, yeah, chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, the chicken fingers. That's where I love going. Yes. To get chicken fingers? Of course. <laughs> As you talked about ribs and... Oh, roasted no. chicken and all that. The best chicken <laughs> fingers and chicky nuggies is at restaurant Saurus. <laughs> they used to have McDonald's ones. Really? Yeah. There used to be McDonald's food at restaurant Saurus, and then there was a cart over by Pecos Bill at Magic Kingdom where you could get McDonald's french fries. Why would they take McDonald's out? I don't know. That's what some people said, too. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that kind of wraps up all of our different quick service reviews and what we would think are those top options. Again, to recap, Satuli Canteen, Flame Tree Barbecue, and then, of course, Yak and Yeti Local Food Cafe, Restaurant Saurus, and not open yet, but still a good choice is Harambe Market. And we will definitely be continuing with this. We'll go on and share with you all the other parks. And I will make sure to put links for the two parks that we've already done, Magic Kingdom and Epcot, in the show notes. So we are excited. We're going to get our show up, our interview up with Brooke. We're excited to share all about her products. And we are looking forward to sharing everything about her business with you. We would like to welcome Brooke to the show. Her business, Carousel of Crochet, has all kinds of really unique blankets, things for little ones, ears, lots of different fun things. She's been crocheting for seven years, and she is a current graduate student, so she has some really awesome designs and things she's going to share with us. So we are excited to have her on the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Now, we always like to start with a icebreaker to learn a little bit about our guests and what are some of their favorite things at the Disney parks. So if you could tell us, what is your favorite quick service restaurant at any Disney park? That's a really tough question. I don't get to the parks often, um, but we were there, my family and I, back in August of 2019, and we really liked Woody's Toy Box. We haven't actually been there in about 10 years, it was new and yes. it was nice, and the fries were awesome. <laughs> yes, and we ate there in March. We just coincidentally had a trip the very last week the parks were open, and we ate there for lunch, too. It is really good. We enjoyed it as well. Now, of course, we want to hear all about our, your business. So could you tell us about what your business offers and what are the products that you offer that are connected to Disney? Yeah, so I do um, all kinds of stuff. Um, Obviously, everything crocheted. But for Disney specifically, I do um, Mickey Mouse blankets. Um, I do diaper cover sets, baby blankets, um, all sorts of dolls. Um, and Mickey Mouse, I just did a Baby Yoda. Um, and you can check all that out in my Instagram and Facebook. Um, ears are always a really popular one and really fun. I just started doing Star Wars things. So specifically, um, I did some lightsabers and some diaper covers with the Princess Leia. Um, ears and the little headband. It was so much fun. So cute. <laughs> I saw those and I was thinking we have some friends that are big Star Wars fans and they're getting ready to, they're having a little boy later this year. I know it'd be perfect for them. Now, what do, I noticed too that you do your blankets and things come in different sizes because I've seen it looks like you have some that are smaller and do you do some larger ones as well? Yeah, I do all kinds. Um, I actually started out doing the little guys and then they got so popular with um family and friends that i started doing the massive ones i'm actually working on 
one right now. Oh, very cool. <laughs> and do you do custom orders for your for your different designs, or how does that work? Yes, everything is custom designed for the most part. Um, people can just contact me via uh, Instagram, Facebook. I'll mention all that later. Um, but I'm pretty open, pretty flexible, um, so I can do anything, pretty much with the exception of adult stuff. I still haven't figured out how to do sweaters and things like that. <laughs> Perfect. So now with that, you know, we've seen all your awesome designs. What led you to take your, this passion of crocheting and make it a business? Yeah, so I actually started doing this um, in my teenage years when I was about 16. Um, and it was originally just with family. And then just one day I kind of decided to test the waters. I put my stuff out on different Disney Facebook groups. People went absolutely nuts for these blankets. And they're like, oh, I want one. And so <laughs> I just decided to turn it into a business. Very nice. So how long have you had your business? Um, specifically about two to three years. I've been changing the names up, so now I'm kind of set on, this is my, my business name. <laughs> sure, sure. Now, could you tell our listeners, how do you think your products can add Disney magic to their lives? Yeah, so, um, first thing is the big blankets that I'm making. I did just bump up the price of those. However, I am doing, um, from now on, $50 from every one of those blankets is going to be going to Make-A-Wish. So oh, nice. I think that's really awesome that it's going to help and not only us help with the magic, but also, you know, provide um, other kids who can, you know, now go to the Disney parks. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm loving it. And then um, the baby items that I said with the diaper covers, I think they're really um, fun and happy memories. Um, and then the ears, you can take them to the parks, obviously. I actually made my best friend a pair um she just got engaged, so I made a repair for her wedding, and she was so excited. Oh, nice. Yes, and um, we got married at Disney, and one of the things is that sometimes whatever they're offering for the like the bride ears are not really that cute, and I know the stuff that you showed, I saw some of your pictures of yours that you had made, and they are really cute, so it's nice. Now, how does that process work? Like, if I wanted to have something custom, how does that work? Yeah, so it's going to depend on the item. Um Baby stuff takes me literally a day. Same with the ears. Ears take maybe three hours. Um, but it does, like I said, depend on, you know, the colors you want, the type of yarn I can go get. It was really tough because of all the COVID, but everything's open up now, so I can actually go right. shopping for yarn and <laughs> right. I'm not, you know, stuck. <laughs> yes, for sure. And so with that, like, roughly, what's the turnaround time for a project like that? Um. The blankets are the longest because I'm in school. They take me usually five to seven weeks-ish to do, but because I've been off for a couple weeks now, it's been taking me about three weeks. Okay. Um, and then with the ears, I'm looking at them now, actually, uh, those take not even a week. Same with the AB stuff, about a week's time. Um, the dolls, about the same. Okay. So like if I had a baby shower coming up or if I was going on a trip and wanted some ears, then I could, as long as I reached out a couple weeks in advance, that would be plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. They take me no time at all. They're, they're really fun and special even for me personally. <laughs> so what is your favorite product that you have or your favorite design? So that's a tough question because I've been going through so many designs. Um, I'm probably going to be biased and have the Mickey blankets. I still have yet to make myself one. Oh, no. One day. <laughs> one day that will happen. But I think they're, they're just so much fun in, like, the different colors. What I'm working on now is all different blues and, like, ombre. So it's really neat to see, like, you know, we go from light to dark. Um, I've done beach ones. Steamboat Willie was a really fun one to do. Oh, wow. All, all kinds. <laughs> So how does that, I know you had mentioned with the custom orders, now your shop opens at certain times a year for those custom orders? 
Yeah, so right now um, it is closed because I have a bunch of orders and school right, is the main yes. priority right now. <laughs> um, my shop is open for um, like bulk items that I have. Okay. But as far as customs, um, that should be open up back around Thanksgiving or so, I'm hoping. Okay. But I'll be sure to notify everybody on my Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. When that time comes, yeah. And so with that, where can people find you online? Yeah, so um, I have two places. I'm active on both, so whichever. There works, everybody. Um, my Facebook page is m.facebook.com slash carousel of crochet. And then I have an Instagram. So it's instagram.com slash brookie underscore 1107. That one's more of a kind of a mix between crochet and personal stuff. So if you want to check that out, feel free. Perfect. So then I would just um, send you a message on either of those to get a hold of you. Perfect. And with everything now, what are some of those items that you generally keep in stock? Because you mentioned you do have some that you have on those different pages that are available. What are some of the items that you typically have on a regular basis? Yeah, in stock is kind of mixed match. A lot of um, baby stuff. I know I have some adult hats right now. A couple of Star Wars items, um, some Hamilton inspired dolls, if anybody's into that. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's perfect timing with it coming out on Disney Plus very soon, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much. What we will do is we'll make sure to share all of those links, all the great photos of your products with our listeners. We appreciate you taking time to be with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was really a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you again to Brooke for joining us on today's show. And we are on to our final segments, which includes our quick two-minute trivia and our wisdom from Walt quote. So, Chris, you are up. Vanessa. So, you know, the one thing that we love to get at Disney are cupcakes. Yes, that's true. And recently, there's been a, a series of photos dedicated to the blueberry cream cheese mousse cupcake. Okay. I Wait. hate blueberries. <laughs> that's why you picked this, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. But this is one, you know, it's making its way around Instagram. Okay. And it's a relatively... New addition to Animal Kingdom, but where would you go? I know you're not going to want it, but if you had a friend that wanted blueberry cream cheese mousse cupcake, what quick service? Did you say would... lemon too the first time? I did not say lemon. Oh. I said blueberry. Blueberry cream cheese mousse cupcake. Where would you point them in Animal Kingdom to get this delicious new addition oh, to the darn. Animal There's Kingdom? There's a bakery thing that's kind of. This is a friend. it's a fast service. Oh, it's a quick service. Quick service. Yes. Uh, let's yak and yeti. Probably no. I'll give you one more guess. Satuli candy. You're exactly right. Yes. Okay. So I found this one um, on Pinterest and also KingdomCuisine.com. Okay. And so again, this is a cupcake that. While I do love cupcakes, this is not one that's been on my list or didn't make my rounds. Even with blueberries, you might like it though. I understood, but <laughs> so this is one where it's again it, it's a visual treat. Well, I think anymore Disney has gotten creative with they know that people want some cool looking things for Instagram. Exactly. And they play I mean, look at some of the Oh, well, all of you can go enjoy that blueberry cupcake and and think of Chris because he likes blueberries. So, of course, we always end with our wisdom from Walt quote. And this week, because we were talking about Animal Kingdom, I just looked for one of Walt's nature-inspired quotes. And this one's kind of a fun one. And it reminded me of Animal Kingdom and the setting there. 
I don't like formal gardens. I like wild nature. It's just the wilderness instinct in me, I guess. So again, great words from Walt. And we would like to thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.